Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 13. I'm your host, Julian, co-host Justin to my right. Yo. Antoine is in the building. How you doing? And we got a divisional round playoff matchup episode right here. We're going to go over the four games this weekend, starting with the AFC-NFC kickoffs on Saturday. Indianapolis, Kansas City at 4.30. Dallas versus the Rams at 8.15. Um, I guess we'll get our thoughts on the games, give our opinions on who we think is going to win and why, and what are some X factors and keys for each team to have a chance to win the games. Uh, Going into Arrowhead Stadium, Andrew Luck, this might be his first snow game. Um, This is the first playoff game for many players on this team, Marlon Mack, Quentin Nelson, uh, Darius Leonard, Braden Smith, basically everybody except <laughs> Anthony Costanzo, Andrew Luck, Jack Doe, which is not even playing, and uh, T.Y. Hilton. So the stage is set. You know, you win and you go to the AFC Championship. You're playing the best team in the league on paper. You're playing the best team in the league on TV. You're playing the best quarterback in the league. Probably the MVP of the league. Um, And they're not here for no reason. It's not like, you know, the Chiefs had this magical season and and we're going to look at them to fold like maybe we would have in years past. This year, their offense is the best in the league by far, as you were saying. And they have playmakers in Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. They lost Kareem Hunt, which was, I guess a pretty big blow for them. In my opinion, it's really big because that made them stand out from dominating teams to just being able to win games, right? Yeah, that's huge. When they were up by 14, Kareem Hunt could start pounding the rock, and then they go up 17 right there, and then they go up, you know, 20, whatever. Now, with Spencer Ware and who's their other running back? Damian Williams. Damian Williams. I mean, they've been holding it down it's not like they're playing poorly but they're not Kareem Hunt Kareem Hunt was leading the league I believe in rushing yards for when he yeah, up, yeah, up, up until, until he got kicked out of the league yeah so basically for Indianapolis' defense in my opinion I think that they're gonna have to keep playing the run as they've been playing all season they haven't let up a 100 yard rusher keep playing the run like that um, get pressure on Mahomes and don't let him feel comfortable you know I don't think they're going to give up the big play at cover two defense they don't necessarily let the big play happen they rather you bend but don't break them right so I don't know what do you guys think as far as the Chiefs or Colts because I think the Colts are going to win and I think that Andrew Luck is going to come out have a phenomenal day against a below average defensive back system they have there Um, the middle of the field is not one of their strengths. So I think Eric Ebron's going to be a key component as he's been all season. I don't think that they're going to be the team that gets to slow him down. And if T.Y. Hilton can get it going early, it just motivates all the younger guys to come in and then play off football trenches, run the ball. Can you run the ball with this pass rush? Chris Jones with, what was it, 15 sacks this year, 15 and a half sacks I think this year. So can you contain him and their pass rush against – because they have, I think, the they have the most sacks in the league tied with, I believe, Pittsburgh. And we have let up the fewest sacks in the league. 
So whoever wins that, that's going to be a big factor in who, in who wins the game. So who do you think is going to win the game, man? I got <clears throat> I got Kansas City taking this one. I don't see the magic of Patrick Mahomes stopping. I know this is his first playoff game. He's a rookie, yada, yada, yada. But nothing stopped him this so far this year. Nothing really has stopped him. I don't see the Colts being that answer. Um, the Colts have been riding a wave, a healthy wave coming into this playoffs. It's been it's been fun to watch for them, but I do feel like it ends here. The defenses, Kansas, uh, Kansas City doesn't have that matchup. The Colts definitely have that matchup when it comes to defense. But in the playoffs, people play harder. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it it it, it really I don't know it. You can't because. The Colts don't have that clear-cut defense to where it's like, okay, they're going to shut Kansas City down for right. sure. It's on some – they're a defense that's known – that's been playing well, and they can step up to their full potential right. and, and can shut them down, right, right. you know what I'm saying? But, it's, you know um, – You don't think it's going to swing that way? Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Kansas City just has the magic, man. I, you don't think the, the bye week might have affected them in a negative way as they were riding a hot wave? You know, they've been playing good all season. You think they're just good enough to be able to pick right back up and and go and, and dominate the way they've been doing? I don't see why not. Other than the run game, which they're <clears throat> definitely lacking at, um, I don't see why not. That's that's going to be another key factor, whether they get, they get people going um, with y'all. Who's their running back? Uh, Spencer Ware and Damian Williams. Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware can play how he played for a little bit when he first started playing with him. <laughs> See? And you pulling it out the bag. It's like, damn. Yeah. Spencer Ware, please, nah. Mm. This Indianapolis Colts front, at least, for sure, is not letting rushers just dominate them. We're talking about Saquon yeah. Barkley. We're talking about Leonard Fournette. We're talking about, give me another running back, Ezekiel Elliott. We're talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah. so but the Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, to open up that offense. Those other teams he mentioned, the the passing play didn't really open up right. the offense for sure, for sure, for sure. Patrick Mahomes will do that. Will do that. So it's going to be a good game to watch. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Justin, I, I actually got Indy taking this game because. The way I look on air, the, right. yeah, I no. think he switched sides. That was like a last minute. It was because listen to your points and thinking of my points. Because the way I look at it is, see, the interesting thing with Patrick Mahomes is it's hard to say how to stop him because usually quarterbacks you can say, you know, put pressure, make him go outside the pocket. He has the most passing yards outside the pocket in the league this year. We've seen him. Improvise on 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 the run, left-handed passes, no look passes. It's like a young Aaron Rodgers. Right? Yeah, he just you know like like a Houdini. Um, <laughs> but when you look at it in the aspect of if it's gonna be a snowy game, I think that one the run game is gonna pay dividends for the Colts. I think Marlon Mack. I think we can see Marlon Mack have a big game. Colts clearly, you know, on paper and in my opinion, have the best offensive line in the league. Um, just dogs on the line like it looks like a brotherhood just you know a solid wall and I think that the 
you know, obviously Kansas City isn't strong on the defensive side. You could you could argue, you know, their front four, maybe their front seven, but definitely their front four is solid. You know, Pro Bowler Justin Houston, Pro Bowler this year in uh, D Ford. Uh, I think he was like top five in the league in sacks. I'm not really sure his numbers. And they skipped Chris Jones for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, and then, but their secondary, even with is Eric Berry playing. He didn't practice, but I'm sure he will. You know, he's, yeah, he knows I mean, what's on the playoffs. Way. But even with Eric Berry back there, I really don't see. Eric Berry's not the same. Yeah, he's right not the now, same. And right then, now. you know, they, they got a lot of, you know, a lot of, and especially when last time when they played the Chargers, you know, their secondary was getting, you know, mm-hmm. penalties, you know, out, you know. So I really just, I look at the main thing in beating Kansas City is basically keeping Patrick Mahomes off the field. And I think that. This coaching staff and Andrew Luck can definitely manage a game and can make Patrick Mahomes kind of less a factor. He's definitely going to be the X factor, but mm-hmm. then they can, you know, limit that yeah, with, you, with, with his touches. If you're touches. able to limit his playing time, you're going to yeah. have to basically – you have to score every time you get the ball. Like, not you, I'm sorry. You're going to have to make him basically realize that he has to score right. every time he gets the ball if you're limiting the times he's getting the ball because – you know, time's going to be ticking, and you don't get a possession for half a quarter. I, you know, I don't think the game's going to go exactly like that, but it's possible, you know. If, yeah. you, if you're running the ball good, if it's if it's cold, and Marlon Mack is slipping tackles, who knows? But that's on both sides. Whoever wins in the trenches is going to win the game um, and, and just keep Mahomes' big play to mm-hmm. a minimum. Also, I think another key for... Indianapolis is not so much pressuring Mahomes, but definitely changing the looks. Give him as many different looks as you can. This way he doesn't really get too much into, you know, a rhythm and start, you know, dissecting you. Because like I said, push, yeah, because like I said, push, pushing him out the pocket's yeah. not going to help. He's going to improvise. He's going to, he's almost like, you know, to the point where like Russell Wilson is out the pocket. He's right. going to, you know, hold you know, Iron Rodgers. They're going to hold, 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 look for something. If something's out there, they'll create something. I like that Indianapolis and Kansas City hasn't played each other yet. And it's two teams that are, you know, Kansas City is the best team in the league. Indianapolis is technically one of the best teams in the league coming into the divisional round. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be a showdown of a lifetime. This is actually, there's, I read a stat, 50 and 39. 89 touchdown passes is the most touchdown passes combined for two quarterbacks going face-to-face in a playoff matchup. So that's going to be something to look for. At 8 p.m., though, after this game, Dallas is going to go to L.A. Oh, another good game. Coliseum. Sean McVay, salty from last year, right? He lost to Julio Jones and the Falcons. They weren't able to make enough plays. They barely made any big plays in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't look like the L.A. Rams from throughout the season. The L.A. Rams, after the bye week, as you mentioned, Jared Goff and the offense have been sluggish on third down, on play action, on just general in the gen general. Todd Gurley hasn't been healthy. They had the bye week. So maybe this bye week helps them because they were the team that maybe needed that refresh. Yeah. As opposed to coming in hot, get the bye, maybe cool down. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of sluggish. Can they use it as a pick me up and and get that offense back to what it looked like? Because when the offense is rolling and then you get the defense to roll that's where they're scary because the Chiefs don't have the defense that they do to back them up. 
which the Rams' defense hasn't been playing up to their potential with Aqib Tlaib being hurt, Marcus Peters not really playing up to Marcus Peters' standards, and mm-hmm. um, Sue not really being much of a factor toward the later half of the season. They have Aaron Donald. They still have Aqib Tlaib. They still have Marcus Peters and Indomitian Sue. These guys have been to the playoffs before. So I just... In my opinion, I think Dallas is going to come into L.A. and try to run the ball and establish that, and Dak's going to make his plays. But I do think that this refresh is going to help the Rams, and, and Sean McVay is, is dialed in to where he's going to call the perfect game for Jared Goff. He's going to get him through every situation that they're in. They're going to convert big plays and just being smarter than a Jason Garrett. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to just outcoach the, the Cowboys in general. The Cowboys' defense is one of the best right now in the playoffs. Their pass rush is elite, and their cornerbacks are fast and, and athletic. But when you can out, you know, smarter, not harder, that's sure. what I think it's going to be for the Rams on Saturday. And Sean McVay will get his first playoff win along with Todd Gurley and Jared Goff. I'm going to go off of what you were saying about the Rams' defense. They're just – they're not it. And we thought they were going to be. Um, we thought they would even recoup. And they just have They're just not it this year. Um, the Cowboys' offense has been it. It's been clicking, especially when Zeke gets his yards. Everything else just seems to work. Beasley's been getting open. Um, <clears throat> they just uh, lost Allen Hearns. Yeah, that's a big loss. That's a big loss. But Dak is making... Stuff happens when it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I don't know. It's, it's, Dak is a playmaker. He he, inconsistent throughout the game, but he makes these plays, and I don't know. He does a good job at that. So I feel like he's carrying that into this game, and it's going to take more than just uh, Jared Goff to, to keep these guys... Um, scoring, scoring with the with the Cowboys. I don't think, yeah, I just don't think they keep up and score. I see something like twenty eight, twenty three, St. Louis. I mean, Same LA. Way. My fault, my fault. LA. Um, Losing. No, LA wins. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying yeah. you couldn't see LA keeping up and nah. score. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse me, excuse me. Yes, LA is losing. My fault. They're good. 28-23, Cowboys up. I don't see L.A. keeping up and score. Justin. Wow, that's crazy because I think that's where they definitely have Dallas beat. Even even with the falling off after the bye week, I still think – I definitely agree with what Julian said, that they can use this, you know, this break as a resurgence coming off of, you know, a bad comeback off the bye. Um I think Todd Gurley can, you know, be healthy or at least healthy enough. You know, even even a 90%, you know, Todd Gurley is, you know, still better than a lot of backs in this league. Um, especially what he does for the offense, you know, from the line of scrimmage, pass, in the passing game and, you know, in the run game. Um, this is definitely going to be an interesting game because then you have Zeke on the other side, you know, led the league in rushing. Um, I just don't, even though... There's a, you know, we pointed out some of the holes in LA's defense, and then Dallas's defense is definitely sound from from the line of scrimmage to the secondary. Um, all levels are just, you know, 
especially when you got, uh, especially the linebacking core is very, you know, just I think one of the best linebacking cores in the league. Um, but I definitely see McVay just having a sound game plan around this. I think he's very, you know, he knows, you know, where his team, where his offense has been at the past couple of weeks. You know, Jared Goff, uh, Todd Gurley, etc. They're definitely missing Cooper Cup, but I, you know, I just see that this is going to be kind of this game. When you have two teams like this, I think this game comes down to coaching staff, and I do, and I believe that Sean McVay is the better coach. I believe they have the better staff, and they would definitely scheme and plan for uh, for Dallas's defense and their offense. Yeah, it has come on, you know, as of late, especially since you know they added Amari Cooper. And obviously, like I said, we you know we mentioned Zeke. They got shut out by the Colts. But yeah, there was that one you know uh, mark on their on their uh, season. Um, I just that's d- Dak Prescott's inconsistent, inconsistent. And 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 that's and that's my point. I think this off this Zeke offense ran for like eighty yeah, something yards. Sorry, yeah, this offense is too inconsistent for my liking, especially on the road this year. They're a better team at home, and that's not really saying much. Um, so yeah, I definitely have LA uh, taking this game. I think I think it'll be close in the first half, and I think you'll start seeing like late third quarter, especially fourth quarter. I think you'll start to see the Rams right. start running away with it. <clears throat> you know, I, I saw a stat earlier today. I don't remember what it was, but it made me react like, "Wow, that's crazy!" It was basically a stat showing. When Aqib Tlaib doesn't play, the defense is this much worse mm-hmm. versus when he does play, they're this much better. Because he's locked down. That's that's one side of the field. Locked. So, yeah. Aqib Tlaib is playing. So I just believe they'll be that much better, especially with only having to worry about Amari Cooper. Cole Beasley's not healthy. you got an ankle injury that he's nagging on. Alan Hearns, we just said, you know, he sadly broke his ankle or dislocated, whatever that yeah. was. And, I mean, Michael Gallup is a good, is a solid receiver. But when you're talking about Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib, I'll take my money on them versus that wide receiving court. Right. You also got Byron Jones. Or, excuse me, I'm talking about, I started talking about the Cowboys secondary. But, and LaMarcus Joyner's back there. Yeah, I was about to mention, so, you know, Joyner. You already know the front with Sue and Donald. You know, obviously, the Cowboys do have a good offensive line. Zach Martin's all-pro um, guard. But all the way through, I, I, I see this game, yeah, probably in the second half. I can agree with that. Um, I do think they're going to be able to score with the Cowboys. And it, it really all comes down to what Dak Prescott comes out to play, too. Exactly. That's a big key. I think Dak Prescott's the X factor in the game. If he comes out and plays like For both did, teams. Last week, that's not going to be enough because he had to scrabble in the fourth quarter to, to make it to 24, you know. Mm. If he can come out and have a week like... And that was I with... I don't even remember. And that was with a watered-down... can't see it. That was with a watered-down Seattle, you know, Seattle defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the front... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm talking about the front four. The front four. Yeah, but as of... I'd say the last five, six weeks, I mean, I think Seattle's defense has been playing pretty, pretty good. You know, not necessarily pass rushing, mm-hmm. but as a collective, been playing pretty good defense. They racked up some wins in these late weeks. Um, also, real quick, I said mm-hmm. I think another thing to look out for is because 
you know, we were talking about, you know, obviously Donald, but we were talking about uh, Dominican Sue and his, you know, and his play throughout throughout the season. I think that obviously Aaron Donald, you got to double team him. You have to. There's, mm-hmm. there's no way him and single coverage is not fair, which I think is going to cause one. Zeke Elliott's going to be blocking a lot more than he could be out, you know, making plays, you know, getting, getting, getting you know, catching the ball in, in motion. And then, don't you know, don't get me wrong, the Dominican Sioux, still one-on-one, could still beat a lot of, you know, linemen in the league. So I think that's going to be a matchup. I think watching what the Dominican Sioux does this game, I think it's going to be a factor because, you know, I, you know, like we said, Dak. I really believe Dak's gonna have like kind of like that that clock in the back of his head, mm-hmm. knowing that he's got Aaron Donald, Donald across, and then you still got you know worry about Nama Kinsu because I think, like I said, one on one, I think still think he can take a lot of linemen in this league. So they're gonna have to work it out, but I guess we'll agree on the Rams and it's taking his division rival. I think he's taking them because he thinks the Eagles are gonna play, and then he wants to see some sort of NFC East national uh, NFC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> NFC Championship game or something, but we'll leave it at that. We got on Sunday back to the AFC. Tom Brady, Father Tom, versus mm-hmm. Philip Rivers, Philip the future, because he's playing like he's twenty five. Um, he's never beat Brady, right? We were talking about this before we started recording, right? As long as as well as none of the other quarterbacks currently in the AFC playoffs, Brady's team this year is not like Brady's teams of years past. The deep threat is not there. You lost Josh Gordon, that hurt. Oh, that takes away your deep ball because that was a deep threat. You completely take it away, and now Gronk. Isn't playing like Gronk? No. Uh, the defense isn't playing like the defense, which, granted, Stephon Gilmore is still playing all-pro football. Oh, yeah. That's one guy, though. It's not a run defense, and it's not your linebacking core, and it's not even the other side of your, uh, of your defensive backs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Phillip Rivers has been playing outstanding this year. Mike Williams, Tyrell Williams, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, if Hunter Henry comes back. Even Antonio Gates, you know. Antonio Gates is still solid. Yeah, so all these weapons, I'm just trying to see how they match up with New England's defense. And then when you flip it, that front seven of the Chargers pass rush is scary, right? So if New England's offense, offensive line isn't on their game and they can't get the ball rolling with Sonny Michelle and James White and Rex Burkhead, if they can't run that ball and they got to throw it, and they're forcing Brady to throw and stay in the pocket and make plays because he's going to have to make plays against that defense with Derwin James back there, with Casey Hayward back there, um, Melvin Ingram coming through, Joey Boza coming through. They had seven sacks last week, the Chargers did, right? And that was versus the Baltimore Ravens offensive line, who they're not known for being the best, but they're definitely not known for being the worst. Um, I don't know, man. I, I see... The ability to score through the air and on the ground being too much of a problem for New England to where I don't see Tom Brady having this this great game. I think the pass rush is going to really affect them. I think the deep threat or lack thereof 
is going to hurt them in big playmaking. Um, Chris Hogan is probably going to have to have a good game and be their deep threat. And Gronk, you know, if you want to win, if you want to go to the Super Bowl again, this has got to be you right here because you got to eat up the middle of the field. You got to make Derwin James look like a rookie, right? Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm having more confidence. I'm having more confidence in Derwin James than Rob Gronkowski. Philip Rivers has eight kids and two fathers. <laughs> two fathers? Yes. Wait, so hold on. So for the record, <laughs> you got who you got winning? I got the Chargers winning. It's a close one in Foxborough. Philip Rivers first. You know, I feel like. They're coming in so hot. They're they're literally <laughs> the Chargers and the Colts are the two hottest teams in the AFC right now. The best team in the AFC is Kansas City, but the two hottest teams in the AFC is got to be Indianapolis and the LA Chargers. We saw they just beat Baltimore after they lost to Baltimore at home. They went to them on the road and beat Lamar Jackson in the run game and the defense. Why is it's just Tom Brady because Sony Michelle hasn't been playing great these past weeks. James White hasn't had his outstanding games. Rob Gronkowski hasn't been heard of. Julian Edelman isn't doing nothing spectacular, and the defense doesn't make plays like that. So what? What are we? we the playoffs. Compare. I get it. Yeah. The playoffs. I yep. get it. Yeah. But listen, you don't bet against Brady. New, That's I'm not Brady. betting. And then especially <laughs> in the playoffs, you can't bet against Brady. That's a fact. But are you so you're New saying that he's going to win the Super Bowl? Because he's in the playoffs, so that's all he has to do. He has to get a bye week in the playoffs, and he'll win the Super Bowl. Nah, he'll he'll can't bet on Brady. I like him making the Super Bowl. You got to know when to bet on Brady. Like that's what it is. Don't bet on Brady if you don't know when to bet on Brady. But still, I don't like Brady getting home. out the AFC divisional round. They're playing home. Phillip Rivers doesn't play good in Foxborough. But he plays good on the road all 2018 going into 19. Seven and one. He on also, Phillip Rivers also doesn't play well during the playoffs. He did last week. Okay, well, hopefully it's a new he can year. carry that. Oh, hopefully he can carry that. They energy. got Melvin Ingram, uh, Melvin Gordon, excuse Melvin me. Melvin Gordon, yeah. Both of them. Definitely. They got both of them on their side. I mean, the way I look at it, Philly didn't play good in the playoffs, but they won the Super Bowl last year. I mean, it's got to happen. Philly didn't play good last week on offense. And they won versus the Bears. Anything can happen. My thing is, Anything can if happen. you look at the Chargers on paper and you look at New England on paper, the Chargers easily are the better team, right? Mm-hmm. Then you go into Phillip Rivers knowing that he's going to Foxborough, knowing that this could be the last time in the playoffs beating, trying to beat Brady. The window's closing. Window's definitely closing. Now's your time, Phil. I feel like the window's closed. Now's your time, Phil. Anybody got anything else on this game? New England wins. Why? Because of Brady? That's a little bit of it. I feel like the Chargers aren't going to make the plays, the easy plays. I feel like they're just not going to make the plays. They're going to fuck up, and they're going to watch it slip away like most teams do when they play Brady. It's just something, especially playing Brady in his home. I don't know. They be cheating over there. Something. It's not going to look good for the Chargers, bro. We're not going to see the same Chargers. I'll tell you that right now. I think Anthony Lynn is going to out-coach Bill Belichick on Sunday. Oh, that's our record. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. To, to his, I mean, to his point, to, you know, to Julian's point, 
He's right. They did. He saw what happened on 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 on, on Monday on, on on what is it Black Monday when they firing coaches. He saw what happened. He ain't going outside like that. And I know he obviously he's not going outside this year regardless. But he's not going outside for future reference because oh I beat Bill. So you gonna fire? He gonna be looking like Denzel in Training Day. Oh you, oh you mother. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna put cases out on the whole front office in LA if they try him with anything. So he needs oh, to win this game to solidify his legitimacy. Am I riding on his shoulders? Phil. Right. It's been on record as long as we've been recording podcasts, especially since the beginning of this, before this season even started. This Patriots team is not the same Patriots team. I've been saying it all year long. I'm going to kind of echo a little bit of what Julian said. Yeah, really all they got is Tom. And don't get me wrong, Tom is the good. A good good amount to have. Yeah, Yeah, Tom is, you know, better than what most people have at all. So not taking anything away from Tom Brady. But this isn't, you know... Basketball. This isn't, you know, hot. It's hard for one player to take over the game, especially when you don't play both sides of the ball. Tom Brady don't play defense. Tom Brady only plays one side of the ball. And Tom Brady can't throw. And Tom Brady can't throw the ball to himself. He can't hand the ball off to himself. So Gronk Gronk has been Gronk has been MIA all year. I don't see Gronk dropping passes this game. Gronk has been MIA all year. I see some. I see Rex Burkhead out there. Jalen Ramsey can lock down. Excuse me, Derwin James. No, I'm saying no. No, Jalen Ramsey can lock down (laughs) Gronk. I definitely believe Derwin James can, and I definitely believe Casey Hayward can if Casey Hayward has to. Which I definitely see Casey Hayward on Gronk throughout this game. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead, double team Gronk, because really, Julian Edelman has not come back successfully from his injury. Julian Edelman's been trying to, you know, get get that leg up. He's been trying to get back in rhythm, haven't seen it. Chris Hogan has been MIA because they stunted his development when they brought in Josh Gordon. Now you lost Josh Gordon. Now you want Chris Hogan to come in and perform like he was last year, but that's not going to happen because he hasn't been seeing the snaps as he as he is, and, he, and you have to get into a rhythm. So that Josh Gordon hurt more than they think, man. Oh, for sure, for sure, definitely, for sure. They were playing so hot, for sure, riding high. They definitely. And I believe that carousel, that magical seats that they have at running back, that's been working for them all year, is now about to come to a close because that front seven, see the Chargers, are the most like balanced team. In the NFL, like they're complete on both sides of the ball. It's really hard to find inconsistencies in one point in the game on either side of the ball. They are sound. So when you, I don't think home field advantage is mattering as much this year in the playoffs. It's not. It, it didn't even matter during the regular season with 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 the Patriots. We we seen it. They can lose in Foxborough. I mean, and then. The Chargers are 7-1 on the road this year. Patriots did beat the Chiefs in Foxborough. Phillip Rivers knows that the window's closing. I'm pretty sure Phillip Rivers is tired of hearing Eli. He's tired of hearing Ben. He's tired of hearing draft class of 04. Phillip Rivers 
Mark my words. Gold jacket. Phillip Rivers has the most complete team he's ever had with the Chargers since being with that franchise. And now more than ever, Tom Brady is more is more vulnerable. Phillip Rivers is having an outstanding year. He's having a Pro Bowl season. The Chargers going to Foxborough. Take the W. Nice. So at the end of divisional playoff weekend, Philadelphia Eagles going on the road to New Orleans to play Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, and the crew. Oh, I can't, I can't wait for this one either. I don't know, man. This one's either going to go super lopsided or, or it'll, be, it'll be really good. I agree. It can't, it can't be in the middle. It's going to be yeah, it's gonna be one or the other. What Philadelphia had done to them with Carson Wentz playing against New Orleans at the worst part of their season where nobody thought they could make the playoffs after this loss, right? Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Mark Ingram annihilated them. They had them beat in the first quarter. And they kind of sucked the soul out of the team during the game. But they didn't let it happen to where they sucked the soul out of their season. They didn't quit. They obviously made it this far. They beat Chicago last week. They have a chance to have that rematch. You know how hard they're going to play knowing that they're going to play in the same venue, they're going to play the same team, mm-hmm. and they're going to play with the same intensity that they played with last week, and they're going to play with the with the underdog mentality that they've been playing with since last season. Can Drew Brees, can Alvin Kamara, can that defense use what I just said to their advantage? Can home field advantage matter? This is one place where I sound stupid saying what I said. This matters. (laughs) In New Orleans, it matters. Oh, does it matter? In New New Orleans, it matters. We'll exclude New Orleans. This is they do different stuff over there. They got they got that that New Orleans voodoo over there. All of that. So, can Philadelphia with Nick Foles, the myth? The, the champion, the icon, the legend, the 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 guy, Nick Foles. Can he go in there, run the offense, and go and blow for blow with Drew Brees? He did it last year in the Super Bowl with Brady. This game can be harder than the Super Bowl if they make it. It can, because New Orleans, to me, is the second best team in the league. Behind KC. Okay. Um, second best offense? I mean, they got the second best record. But, I mean, I think Indianapolis is the best team in the league if we're going to keep it real. But, that's beside the point. Do I think Philly is going to do all that after I said all of that? I do think Alvin Kamara is going to get jiggy with it. I do think they're going to expose the the weak defensive back play that the Eagles have been showing. I do think Michael Thomas is going to go off this game. And I do think Drew Brees is not going to mess up as he's done all season. Sean Payton, I was telling you, he walked into their locker room. He showed them the Lombardi trophy. He showed them 250 cash. He told him, win three effing games, and you get this. Mm-hmm. What you said, that's enough motivation. 
I'm done. Who do you think is going to win? And what? No, no, excuse me. Why do you think the Eagles are going to win it? And, yeah. and how? They're going to go blow for blow because that defense is just as porous as their defense. Nick Foles, the myth, the playoff legend himself, doesn't have to face the Bears' defense. That's true. The Bears held them. Well, the Bears made him throw two picks. That's really what it was. Right, Bears' he had, defense is he had a decent game, And he had a decent game, 200 and some yards, two touchdowns, but he also threw two picks. Um, Saints' defense isn't that. So we're talking, we're talking more than two touchdowns. We're talking maybe a pick. Maybe. Maybe a pick. Nick Foles will Nick go Foles just blow threw for four hundred seventy yards. That's what I'm saying. Nick Foles can air it out, and that Eagles defense. I mean, that Eagles offense can take the top off. We've seen it. We've seen it. Zach Ertz is. Zach Ertz is one of the best tight ends. Exactly. Just having this argument. I think Travis Kelsey is better than him, but Zach Ertz is definitely right there. So. Yeah, Zach Ertz is number two. Yeah. Who's who's guarding Zach Ertz on the field? Nobody. He's guarding Alshon. So, it, it, it's different. It's different. That Eagles offense can can keep up with the Saints offense. Um, I like Sean Payton. You know, I like Sean Payton. It's it's the it's New Orleans game to win, but I think the Eagles are gonna win it. I feel that. See, now, like I said, nothing to take away from Nick Foles, the man, the legend, the icon, and all that. But let's, let's stop for a second and realize that if Chicago had a kicker, we wouldn't be talking about Nick Foles right now. We'd be talking about Trubisky in the best defense versus MVP candidate Drew Brees and this prolific offense. Now... Like what Julian said, when the road has to go through the Superdome, when you got to go through New Orleans, that's a, that's, a, that's a whole different vibe. I mean, we've seen it when they played the Rams. That's a whole different, you know, vibe to go through. So the way I look at it is... We could see one of those 51-51 games. We could like, like I agree with Julian It's either gonna be From from the beginning Put it this way It's either gonna be Like Bama and Clemson Where from the beginning It's just a route Right Or we could see Like we did with You know uh, Cowboys and Seahawks Last week And it came, you know, came down You know To the wire Or like Philly And you know Chicago it, it, it could be like that But I don't think it is I think that Philly, you know, they're, they're, they're hype right now. You know, they're still in the playoffs. They're still the quote-unquote uh, Super Bowl, de- you know, defending champions and all that. But Drew, Drew Brees is looking 38, 39 years young. He's got a proven top. I'll say top. I'll say I'll be. I'll be nice. Top five. You got top five receiver Michael Thomas, and they got a top three offensive line in the league. And yeah, they they you know 
the defense is, has been a little porous by times. You know, Marshawn Lattimore kind of having a sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the secondary is, 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 is questionable, even though they brought in Eli Apple. He's still trying to find, you know, his, his groove and his rhythm in that defense. Um, but, like I said, when you got the, 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 the head honcho, the commando, Drew Brees, man in the ship, and you're in the dome. Yep. Nah. Would you just tell me about um Brady? Can't can't just be one person, right? They but got weapons. They got weapons. They got weapons. They got Definitely. they get they have a top five. No, they have a top three Eagles offensive got line. The same weapons. They got as the Saints. They got Zach Ertz and they got Saints Golden Tate maybe. All right. They don't have Alvin They got weapons though Let's yeah. not get it twisted The Eagles have, have weapons you know, They do mm-hmm. But Are they They have one Pro Bowl weapon Well So do the Saints But they <laughs> snub Camaro Saints is The way, the way I look scary. at it The way I look at it is You got Weapon In Philly Compared to an Whole arsenal <laughs> In New Orleans there's a, there's a difference It's just a, a shinier weapon In the world They're two nice weapons but you, you, got a whole, just, you got a whole arsenal just you got a I whole. mean Philly has an offense bro. They got playmakers They got Alshon Jeffrey They have Nelson Aguilar They have Zach Ertz They have Golden Tate I mean But they have Nick Foles But you can say He's a weapon too As a Drew Brees As a Alvin Kamara As a Mark Ingram As a Michael Thomas. All right, then yeah, to your point, yeah, they just got they got the. They're just work. a little more elite. Yeah. Um, I guess that's our picks for divisional weekend. We'll have another episode recording one Saturday probably. Yeah. Get back to business. A lot of coach firings, hirings. We can talk about more hirings and firings. Um, we can get into maybe Joe Flacco next year. With a, well, yeah, what, what next year is looking like for certain teams right. and certain players, you know, in the league. So, that was season two, episode 13. Thank you guys for listening. We out. I'm on house arrest, but I'm going to take one. That pussy biting, so I paid to get a lace done. That nigga dissing on the ground, but I ain't say nothing. I ain't tripping, I'm going to get on when that day come. I'm on house arrest, but I'm going to take one. That pussy biting, so I paid to get a lace done. That nigga dissing on the ground, but I ain't say nothing. And I ain't tripping, I'm going to get on when that day come. I'm going to lay on the buddy for about eight months. If I whack him now, everybody going to say something. Trying to cop deuces, I don't tolerate none He tried to pull up to the corner, but he can't come Yeah, we ran down on Fooly Hill, Wayne stuff He portraying to the media, he gangsta That pussy biting got me think about a ring or something That pussy biting make a nigga wanna sing or something The cracker fucked up and then put the bracelet on So I'm sliding in the Tahoe with a ray gun I'm giving the money, I ain't need, gotta pay for it That pussy so good, I give everything she want I'm on house arrest but I'ma take one. That pussy biting, so I paid to get a lace done. That nigga dissing on the ground, but I ain't say nothing. I ain't trippin', I'ma get on what that day come. I'm on house arrest, but I'ma take one. That pussy biting, so I paid to get a lace done. That nigga dissing on the ground, but I ain't say nothing. And I ain't trippin', I'ma get on what that day come. Niggas getting kicked now, just to show you that it's real. Niggas getting snatched, showing you niggas no right where you live. When you did.
dissing me, nigga, that better be really how you feel Cause I ain't taking no apologies, I don't care if it's a seal I'm on 1800 block still, posted with the steel I don't even care, I got a couple meals still in the field I'm a bending man, I give a pussy nigga the deal Like the engineer, I give a pussy nigga the drill I be loving when we vibing, I be loving when we chill And that pussy so done good, made a nigga shed a tear Slime low-key booty, he a shooter, I recruited him Better keep that toolie, if he move, then you shoot him I'm on house arrest, but I'ma take one. I pussy biting, so I paid to get a lace done. That nigga dissing on the ground, but I ain't say nothing. I ain't tripping, I'ma get on when that day come. I'm on house arrest, but I'ma take one. That pussy biting, so I paid to get a lace done. That nigga dissing on the ground, but I ain't say nothing.